Hi guys, welcome back to Aesthetically Displeasing, where we talk about all things spooky, stupid, and displeasing. I'm Nicole. And I'm Melanie. Um, and today we're going to talk about Christmas crypts. Is that how you pronounce it? A crypt is like a mausoleum. <laughs> like cryptid. <laughs> okay, so it's Christmas cryptids? Yeah. Okay. Christmas monsters. Christmas spooky things. Yes, yeah. Merry uh, Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Uh, Kwanzaa is starting soon, too. I don't know any other. Um, I'll send you my resource. So um, there's just like a whole bunch of winter holidays. And so um, we do morning meeting every day mm-hmm. in my classroom. Yeah. Not like not me and my family. <laughs> <laughs> but um so we do morning meeting every day and it's like the best. Um, and so every day in December, we are talking about a different holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did Las Posadas and then we're going to talk about, um, there's Hanukkah, St. Lucia, Diwali, which is one of my favorite holidays. Um, we do about ta- Diwali. What'd you say? I forgot about Diwali. Yeah, I love Diwali. Um, Kwanzaa, mm-hmm. all that. Ramadan. All that good stuff is super fun. Yeah. And Chinese New Year, which Finley is obsessed with. That's funny. The Lunar New Year. Yes, she loves it. Oh. Yeah. So after this, I can teach you about all the holidays. Yes, (laughs) teach me about all the holidays. Right after this, we're going to go see Santa um, with my son for the first time. Do you want to go first? you want me to go first? Yeah. So we are going to, I made like a whole long list of Christmas cryptids and then we chose them. So we're going to tell each other about them. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So my first one is Marie Lloyd. And she is from Wales, and I have pictures of her. You can see them up close. I know that you can see them on our shared Google Drive. Oh. Can you describe to our listeners what she looks like? She's a, a skeleton horse. She is. I like that she's got antlers. Yes, she does. And then what do you see in that picture? Black eyes and bells? Or red eyes and bells? I'm just dyslexic. Yes. So she... <laughs> So, Marie Lloyd is a Christmas cryptid from Wales consisting of a horse skull. And then she is adorned with um, lights or holly or like Mm -hmm. ribbons. And then those are like Christmas ornaments in her eyes. Oh. Yes, or Christmas bubbles um in her mane she usually has like colorful streamers and all that and then she has a white cloak which is (laughs) and her skull is attached to a pole which is held by a person inside of it i love that so there's just a person with like the old like stick horses that we had as a kid exactly with a sheet around it so you can't see them that's funny um so that person controls her and her mischievous nature and there's also usually like another stick attached to her jaw is that she can snap her jaws at you (laughs) okay so like no one knows where this started and why there's like a a horse skull yeah going around whales so some people believe that it's like 
legend of like the dark side of the night that Jesus was born. Mm -hmm. So when Mary and Joseph sought refuge and came to rest in a barn, there's a pregnant horse that was forced to leave to make room for them. So the poor pregnant horse was then forced to wander for days to find shelter in order to give birth to her own foal. So then she like became evil. That's so sad. I know. But other people um, believe that it's before that because the Welsh translation of Marie Lloyd is Grey Mare, which connects to their legend of um, pale horses in their mythology who cross over to the underworld. Oh, okay. So they, that makes like, sense. can take people to the underworld. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but then there were a lot of christians in the 19th century Mm -hmm. that criticized her and said that she was sinful so the practice that Mm -hmm. i'm going to tell you about actually died out for a long time and it's just now coming back oh okay so the tradition of marie lloyd Mm -hmm. is that she and a group of like merry men would go up to people's houses and essentially have a rap battle to try to gain entry. <laughs> I love it. So it's kind of like Las Posadas where like they recreate Mary and Joseph's journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like in Las Posadas, which is a Hispanic tradition, um, people like go up to houses and like ask if there's room and they say no, but then they join the um, parade and then mm-hmm. they go to like the church and then that's where they like lay the baby Jesus in the, in the, the nativity scene mm-hmm. and they have like a feast. So in Welsh tradition, Marie Lloyd and the men would go knock on people's houses and ask to come inside, but they would do this in like a rhyme. And so then the people in the house have to do a rhyme back to them saying why they can't come inside. Oh. So it's like a rap battle back and forth. Like, can I come inside? (laughs) No, you can't. Like, because blah, blah, blah. But then eventually, like, the people in the house would run out of excuses of why they couldn't come inside. So they could come inside and they would either be, like, given alcohol and snacks and then, the ho- or the they would, like, steal would it. Yes, the horse and, like, the merry men that That's accompany funny. her. Um, or and while they're inside, then they try to do, like, the mischievous things of, like, stealing. That's funny. Yes. So these are just, like, basically modern drunk men just wandering around. They're like Christmas <laughs> carolers. <laughs> who break into your house that's funny and steal your stuff and that's all the tradition is that's there's there's no other like information about um like where it came from exactly like there's some theories that um kind of like in Samhain when the poor people knew that like around the harvest and around the holidays people would be more generous and so they would go asking for food and usually they would be more likely to get it Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like the funny version of that oh but it's basically just like a rap battle i love that i love it too i think it's hilarious but yeah that is marie lloyd are people starting to do it again yes it was about like 45 years ago that it started coming back so it's actually like it's a very very old tradition Mm -hmm. that stopped for a long time and now it's like a recent tradition um so when i show up to your house and have a rap battle with you (laughs) yes (laughs) which i will lose and then oh my god cody would be so good at that i should take you've never heard cody rap i have but i can't 
do it but you know who can who finley what finley can like make up poems on the spot that's my six-year-old niece yeah because she likes doing like spells and stuff now or like um like she's doing like riddles Mm -hmm. yeah so she can like rhyme on the spot okay so cody and finley have to have a rap yes and then when we get able when we're able to come inside you have to feed us alcohol yes exactly (laughs) that's funny um okay my first one is La Bafana. Yeah. Do you think that's how I... La Bafana, yeah. Okay. Or Babushka. Yeah. So this is an Italian folklore that originated um, around the 8th century, which I think... Oh, wow. I think that's crazy that... That number feels understand. like it doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, well, we're also in a country that's so young. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this woman, uh, she's a witch. It would happen around the Epiphany. Okay, so I had to look this up because I'm a bad Christian. <laughs> so the Epiphany is the official end of Christmas season in Italy. Um, it commemorates the day the three wise men arrived at the manger with gifts. And it's celebrated in Italy with nativity scenes, like live nativity scenes, processions through the city, and sweet tooths or candy from La Bufana. Nice. Did you know what the epiphany was or were yes, you? Yes, no, okay. I knew. Okay, I was like. <laughs> 15 years of Catholic school. I was nervous. Okay, so La Bufana is a witch who brings good children treats the morning of the epiphany. So January 6th is um, the morning of the epiphany. And then if they're bad, they get a lump of coal. So mm-hmm. I thought like, oh, this yeah. sounds very familiar mm-hmm. to um, like St. Nick. So she would fly around the world on her tattered broomstick, swoop down into chimneys, and go into kids' houses, which I think is hilarious that this is basically just Santa before Santa. So then the story behind her is three wise men came across La Bafana during their quest to the manger. Mm -hmm. She hosted them for an evening in her cottage, and the wise men invited her to join them on their quest. She declined at first, but then right after they left, she had second thoughts. So she immediately filled a basket of gifts for uh, Jesus, and she tried to follow the same star that they were following, Mm -hmm. but she couldn't find them. She couldn't find the manger before January 6th. So now it is said that she travels the world on Epiphany Eve in in searches houses Mm -hmm. for the child. Oh, my gosh. She leaves candy... Candies and chocolate for good children, and then coal for bad, like I said. Oh, my gosh. Um, And then a very similar one is babushka, which is the same exact thing. It's just um, Russian. And, uh, yeah, babushka actually stands for grandmother in Russian. Oh. Uh, And this is a famous story. It's the same exact thing, but um, in the Russian countries. And in russia (laughs) um and actually it's funny because polish and russian languages are very similar so i actually knew babushka because that's another like i had a busha yeah growing up so um busha and babushka are pretty common names yeah so yeah she's a nice witch i like labafana more than santa because i want a witch to come down and yeah That sounds oh, weird. There's so like many an, kids that are like, I don't want Santa to come in my house. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, she's like a cute old lady. Yes, she is. A little old Italian lady. Yeah, I would much rather have like a nice little old grandma come down my chimney. Because she's like a grandma, whereas Santa is just a random man Uh, who breaks into your house. I'm trying to find a good picture of her. But these all make her She's just a little cartoon witch. Does she look creepy? I mean, like these pictures make her look creepy. Says the real Labafana. I don't think that that's legit. No, she's like seriously the stereotypical witch. Yeah. She's so cute. She is. That's the story of Labafana or Fabushka. Okay, I'm going to talk about Belschnickel. Here he is. (laughs) (laughs) It's Dwight from the office. That's hilarious. I was not expecting you to. Yeah, because show remember that. the episode when he was Belschnickel? Yes. He said, Some people are born bad. I was born to be Belschnickel. <laughs> Here's the real depiction of him. Pretty similar. Yeah. So he. I did a good job. He did. Um, so he is thought to be like a companion or a servant of St. Nick. Um, he usually wears animal fur, torn and dirty clothes, and will sometimes wear deer antlers on top of his head. Oh. So he's like the dirty poor version of Santa, basically. Um, so the German, this, he is, uh, German cryptid. Mm-hmm. Um, so the word German bells translates to fur and nickel refers to St. Nicholas. So he's fur Santa. <laughs> He comes two to three weeks before Christmas to check if the kids have been naughty or nice. So he's like Santa's servant, Mm -hmm. basically. So he carries uh, twigs or branches to whip the bad children and treats for the good children. Um, But he he doesn't ask the kids if they've been naughty or nice. He, like, tricks them. He tricks the bad kids into revealing that they're bad. So when he comes to see the kids, um, they go over to him and he either asks them to answer questions for him or to sing him a song. And so then their reward is that he throws like treats onto the floor. Oh, okay. And the greedy kids will like dive for the treats. And so then he knows that they're greedy and naughty and then they will get um, a swat on their hands or their back but then yeah i know oh my god <laughs> but then the well-mannered boys and girls get to eat the treats but they have to wait to go get it yes but yeah they get like have to wait to get the dirty ground treats <laughs> so it's basically just like the dirty kids who don't care about eating stuff off the floor are bad and then the good kids who are like i don't want your floor food are uh, the good ones that reminds me of I took Cameron to karate one time and a kid let him borrow his granola bar. Like, Mm -hmm. not borrow. He gave him a granola bar. And we're talking like a very generic Walmart granola bar. Like a Mm -hmm. total normal granola bar. I'm saying granola bar too much. Um, Well, Cameron has only had like super organic, bougie granola bars his whole life. So we get to the car and he goes, I don't like this. (laughs) I was like... Uh, your kid is turning down, like, oh my, my childhood staple. Yes. So, oh Cameron would wait because yep. it's gross. Cameron would wait. <laughs> um, so, in 
the office season nine christmas special um the i think it's jim says that dwight is like a dirty worse santa and dwight (laughs) clarifies that belschnickel is far better than santa because he spreads fear rather than joy (laughs) during the holidays (laughs) and he um so he asks the people in the office if they have been impish or admirable Mm -hmm. and then the impish get whipped does he throw candy on the ground in the office? He did not, but he gave them, um, he gave them like gifts, mm-hmm. and so I remember Pam got like a wooden bowl. <laughs> Pam or yes. someone got like a wooden bowl. I remember that, and then he kept like smacking Jim with the, with the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yes. And then he, I'm assuming, reports back to Santa with their behavior. Wow, I love it. That is Belschnickel. Okay, my next one is very famous. It is Krampus. Nice. Krampus is a half goat, half demon monster who punishes misbehaving children. I didn't know that he was half goat. Really? Yeah. I'll explain why. Uh, you probably didn't know that. No. Um, he originated in Germany. It's derived from Krampen, which means claw. Oh, okay. Um, so this was a pagan ritual during the winter solstice. Uh, he's believed to be the son of Hel, which is the Norse god of the underworld. The Norse god of the underworld is named Hel? H-E-L. Oh, wow. Hel? Hel? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so when Christianity started to spread, <clears throat> uh, Krampus became associated with Christmas and the Catholic Church actively tried to ban him. Of course. Uh, of course. So um, Krampus and St. Nick arrive on December 5th. Saint Both of them? Yeah. Like, are they partners or just, like, yeah. randomly come together? Oh. St. Nick rewards the good children with presents, and Krampus beats the naughty children with branches and sticks. And some say that he eats kids or takes them back to hell. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so you, there was one source that said you can hear him coming because one foot is a regular foot and one foot is a goat hoof. So you can just like, so it's like like stomp, clack, stomp, clack. (laughs) Um, he has a devilish horn and a snake. Just one horn? Oh, sorry. Devilish horns. (laughs) Just one horn on top of his head. (laughs) He's a unicorn. (laughs) Um, he's got a snake-like tongue, and he's covered in fur. He carries a basket or a bag on his back to carry kids back to hell with him. Why do they have to go to hell? Because he's the son of the... <coughs> I know, but that's just like... Oh, my God. Oh, I guess I've never seen, like, a real picture of him. Oh, I was just about to look at it. Okay. Um. So, he also has chains, like, around his... Uh, wrists and this was added by christians to symbolize the binding of the devil oh my god so the devil qualities that krampus has was added by the christians um to like oh i don't know look more like the devil yeah underworld and all that and um krampus like the day of krampus is celebrated the day before the feast of saint nicholas so they'll celebrate it and then the next day 
it's um they celebrate Saint Nick, so they do ce- celebrate it on mm-hmm. two different days. But yeah, that's um creepy. That's Krampus. All right, my next one is the Yule Lads. These are the Yule Lads. I love the Yule Lads. They're like the seven dwarves. Yes, exactly. The Yule Lads are from Iceland. So Icelandic children, they get um, like St. Nick that comes. But mm-hmm. um, in the days leading up to Christmas, the 13 Yule Lads come to visit them. So at night, the children place their shoes on the windowsill and good boys and girls get candy left in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were bad, they get rotting potatoes <laughs> in their shoes. I love it. But each night, a different Yule lad comes and do something different. Mm-hmm. So on December 12th, these all have like Icelandic names, but I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like Stekashastach. Nice. It's like the first it. one. So he's the sheep coat clod. Very nice. Um, he is obsessed with uh sheep milk, and so he will sneak into your barn to try to drink milk directly from the source. I love it. But he lost his legs in an accident. So he has peg legs. And his new legs are really stiff, so it's hard for him to get to them. Oh my god. So he's just like yeah, so he's just like it. stomping around with these little peg legs. Um, on December thirteenth, the gully gawk comes. Um, he also loves milk, and he hides in gullies, watching your farm, waiting for the moment that he can go steal milk from the cow shed. This is weird. I know it's so strange. Can you imagine walking into your barn and like a little man is just sucking on your cow's teeth yeah that's exactly what they do (laughs) like they will drink it directly from the source on september 14th the stufer or stubby comes and he is the shortest of all of the lads (laughs) um he goes over and uh eats the leftovers from your frying pans what like the pans that you've left on the stove because you're too lazy to do the dishes before you go to sleep he eats all the crumbs off of that i would like him in my house i know uh well you would also like the one who comes on december 15th because he is the spoon licker um he licks your spoons all of them even if they're clean no like your dirty spoons (laughs) um and then on december 16th the pot licker comes and he goes to the um, unwashed, well, first he hides under your beds. Um, like, this is, like, in the olden days when people would, like, eat in their bed because he would wait under the bed waiting for food bowls to be put on the floor. Oh. So I don't know why. I don't know. Like, I guess they just used to eat in bed a lot. Um, But then he would take the bowls and lick them. <laughs> They're all very hungry. Um, Then on December 18th, the door slammer comes and he slams any doors that were left open while people sleep. Why? That's so annoying. Just to mess with you. On December 19th, the Skyre gobbler comes um, and Skyre is Icelandic yogurt. So he goes to try to find that and eat it. 
These are just scavengers. I know. Like, they're just all so hungry. Well, then the next one is the sausage swiper. He comes on. <laughs> so on December 20th, the sausage swiper comes and he will either hide your sausages or he will eat them. Nice. I like because it. back in the olden days when people would make sausages, they would hang them from the rafters right. and like smoke them and dry them. Um, so it was really easy for him to go and swipe the sausages. Can you imagine him hiding it and then you like, you know, like four months later you just have rotten sausages? Nasty. On December 21st, the window peeper comes. The window peeper. Um, I couldn't look out my windows last no. night because of the, your story yesterday. Good. You shouldn't because you might make eye contact with a skinwalker. I know. And it'll take over your mind. No, thank um, you. So on December 21st, he peeps through windows looking to see if there's anything that he can steal. Um, he doesn't steal food, though. He usually steals toys. Nice. Um, on December 22nd, the door sniffer comes. And he has a very large nose. Um, so he stands by your door sniffing to see if you have any, like, baked goods, like sweets. Fair. So if you made any cookies and he can smell them, he's coming in and he's stealing them. Nice. Um, on December 23rd, the meat hook comes. What? Um, so in the olden days, he would lower his hook down the chimney and, um, steal whatever families were smoking on the fire. Mm -hmm. Um, but now that we don't make food at the bottom of our chimneys, he just goes in and steals any meat that he can find. (laughs) And then on Christmas Eve, um, the candle beggar comes and he steals all your candles. What a jerk. Yeah, because, like, back when we didn't have electricity, um, he would stalk children. And so, like, when the kids would, like, go walk upstairs to go to sleep and take their candles with them, mm-hmm. um, he would wait for them to set their candles down. And then he would eat them. The candles or yes, the kids? the candles, <laughs> because candles used to be made out of animal fat. Oh. So, like, most of these little guys are just hungry, except for one of them who's bored and wants your toys. Yeah. Yeah. So the candle beggar would go eat your animal fat candles. That's so funny. Yeah. I'm shocked that they that didn't turn into a tradition where they like leave food out for the Yule Yule lads. I think if you don't leave any food out, then they don't come in because they do go to the windowsill and leave treats or rotten potatoes. Right. So I think if like you didn't make any baked goods on the 22nd then the door sniffer wouldn't come inside (laughs) that's funny so that's the yule lads and the 13 days of christmas very nice i want to look up how to pronounce this next one i'm gonna say it very white and say perkta okay so my next one is frau (laughs) perkta that was pretty good that sounds great This is what she looks like. I can't see that. (laughs) Zoom in. What is that? Oh, hold on. I learned this trick from Melanie. (laughs) Good job. She learned how to zoom in on a trackpad and she learned what a trackpad was. Does she have like a mask on or is that her face? Uh, We'll get into it. Okay. So she also goes by Bertha or Bertha and she's known as the spinning room lady. Big (laughs) Bertha. Yeah. She has a beaked 
nose made of iron. She dresses in rags. Some say that she carries a cane. And um, she resembles a decrepit old crone. That's a crone? I don't know. I she thought you would know. Iron nose. Google decrepit old crone. I think oh, she's an just an lady. old woman. Yeah. An evil old woman. She's yeah. a witch. So she also carries a long knife hidden under her skirt. <gasps> Is it 15 inches <laughs> and serrated? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so she looks like the Scandinavian goddess. They both shared an obsession with spinning and neatness. So... Uh, like spinning thread or just spinning in general? (laughs) No, not spinning in circles. just love to spin around. Um, So Frau Perchta um, would fly through the night. She also had an army of lost souls and unbaptized children. So my heathen child. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Among her. Um, This was also more towards the epiphany. So it took place three Thursdays before Christmas. It's very specific. Three Thursdays. Yes. And then um, if you heard wind and thunder and like rumbling in the mountains, it was said to be Perchta leading her hunt. Oh my gosh. Um, She is a a good way to make kids afraid of thunderstorms. I know, right? She um, is a sorceress who lives in the mountains and she hunts down bad kids and she disembowels them with a knife with With her 15 inch silver serrated knife i just had deja vu that was weird of me saying a 15 inch knife no no of disembowels yeah so then um she also it has demonic followers called straggle and they follow her along and tear naughty children apart Oh my god! They also can turn invisible. So she is affiliated with the winter solstice in the mountains. Um, she's also known as like a German or Celtic goddess, mm-hmm. but she's yeah, she's basically an old lady who really hates messes and will punish you if your house is dirty. and will disembowel you if your house is messy. Yeah, jeez, that's violent okay yep are you ready for mine yes okay so mine is gryla and here she is do you see what she's doing to that child eating it yes she, oh, gross. so she's kind of the icelandic version of that nice so she is actually the yule lad's mother um so she is a ogre with a horned tail who lives in the Icelandic mountains. Um, It is said that her appetite for the flesh of naughty children is insatiable. Of course. So every year she has to go collect naughty children and put them into her sack, and then she cooks them up into a pot and turns them into a giant stew that will um, keep her satiated until next winter. So Hansel and Gretel. Yes. Also, that picture reminded me of uh, the American Horror Story season with Hotel. Yes. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know if it was like a joke or not, but like I, re- I found an article that said that she was Iceland's first feminist because <laughs> she said that she was bored of her first husband, so she ate him. <laughs> I like it. And she does have a husband now, the Yule Lad's dad, 
Um, and he is very lazy and doesn't eat children or he doesn't like hunt the children with her, but he does eat her children's stew. Yeah. Um, so it is like one theory of why Gryla was created Mm -hmm. was because in Iceland in the winter, they barely get any sunlight. Um, so the winters are really, really dangerous and, um, disobedient children who went out in the dark when they weren't supposed to often never returned home because it was just so cold and dark they died of exposure basically right so a lot of people think that um grilo was made up to discourage kids from going out in the dark when they weren't supposed to right um there was also a lot of work that needed to be done in the olden days to get ready before like the dark months came in Mm -hmm. um and like everyone in the family would have to help out so they would be like oh if you're not helping get the farm ready for winter then grail is gonna come get you um an icelandic author named grunnell um wrote she was really a personification of winter and darkness and the snow getting closer and taking over again so not only did she represent the threat that winter brought Mm -hmm. um some people also thought that she controlled the landscape um, so she could, uh, make the weather, like, harsher if she wanted to. Oh. Yes. And then we go put naughty children in her sack and turn them into a stew. Nice. That is Gryla, the mother of the Yule Lads. So, how are the, oh, she birthed the Yule Lads, like, legitimately? Yeah, guess so. But the Yule Lads are, she like, obviously dwarfs. feed them. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Maybe they don't want to eat children's That's stew. Fair. That's fair. That's the thing. She only eats children's stew, and they want to go and, like, get milk and sausages and... Real food. Yeah. And <laughs> one of them wants toys. <laughs> that one probably eats the children's stew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My next one is... I want to say Lessie, but that's not how it. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. I just like saying Lessie. <laughs> Lussie? Lussie. That said Lussie. Yeah. Uh, okay. If it's like Lussie. Lussie. I'll yeah, say that. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds more PC. You don't like that big old Lussie? <laughs> <laughs> how is it spelled? L-U-S-S-I? Yes. The story of, how do we say we're going to say Lussie? it? Lussie? Okay, so say. Or is it Lucy? Like, it's no. seriously Lussie? Lussie. That's so weird. Uh, St. Lucia and Lussie um, were a saint and witch who would battle for control of the winter solstice. The good witch and the bad witch. Yes. This would happen on the eve of December 13th. And kids would write Lussie on doors, fences, and walls. So it was tradition to stay up all night to protect their farm. They would hang axes, knives, scissors, and all that stuff over their doors, and they would also paint crosses everywhere. Because if children misbehaved, she would come and snatch them away. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so she is very, very similar to Perchta. She's a very powerful figure, and she has followers that are elves, fairies, or nymphs. And these uh, followers are... Like troublemakers. 
So they would cause chaos and frighten humans. Oh my gosh. As she's like, you know, it's called the wild hunt. So if you encounter the wild hunt, you can be abducted into the underworld. Mm -hmm. And then on top of it, people's spirits can be pulled away from them during their sleep. So that's why they stay up all night long. Uh, So she would come down through the chimney and abduct bad children. But she would also come after adults, too. Specifically, if you haven't completed your winter tasks, you would be abducted. And these tasks are gathering wood for fire, stocking the larder, salting meat, and making jam. So if you didn't get those done, she would steal you. All of these were just to threaten kids into doing their chores. This is for adults. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was just for bad kids, but then adults, if they didn't do their chores, they they would get um, abducted. And so, like I said, they would stay up all night to guard their homes. And she was a Nordic sorceress. Creepy. And that's the story of Lussie. Did you read the American Girl doll books? Some of them, yeah. So, in one of the Kirsten books, she dresses up like St. Lucia. Because you know what they, they I wear? I remember that. They, I don't know, I don't remember why, but they wore, like, so on St. Lucia Day, the girls wear, um, like, wreaths on their heads with candles. Yes. Have you seen that before? You remember yes. that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember why, but I remember Kirsten. Yeah, dressed up like yes. that. So that I saw a lot of pictures with that, and that was supposedly like really That's difficult the to good do witch. because yeah, because like all the candle wax. If you didn't, <gasps> yeah, if you didn't correctly, yes, and candle wax catch your on your head. Yeah, weird. Or like fall and catch your whole body on fire. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't have flame retardant. <laughs> I bet not. Items. Um, and then the boys would wear party hats with stars on them nice yes (laughs) okay my last cryptid is the yule cat here's the yule cat he's a fat cat he's a big fat black cat and he is gryla's cat oh my goodness so yeah i did not realize that this was like an entire family that i chose i just found so because i made like a whole list and then me and nicole picked them so i chose uh, Marie Lloyd, because I'd seen pictures of her and I thought she was creepy. I chose Belschnickel because of the office. And then I chose the Yule Lads and the Yule Cats because mm. I kind of had heard of them before and I knew that they were silly. And then I chose Gryla because I thought that she was creepy. And then I found out that they're like all one big family. <laughs> Does the cat eat the humans? Sorry. Yes. So you might have heard this one before. So again, like it's from Iceland. So in Iceland, if you get your chores done before Christmas, then you get new clothes as a reward. Mm-hmm. And so if you have not received your new Christmas clothes, then the Yule Cat comes to eat you. Nice. So, and I'll post this picture too, because it's the Yule Lad, if you see, like, he's stomping on a person. <gasps> you see, like, his big paw just, like, squish that person. Oh, my God. And he also has a candle on his head. <laughs> He's I don't know why. He's like a grumpy cat. He is. He's just a big, fat, grumpy cat. Um, So he is huge. He towers over the tallest houses. Um, And he comes and stares through your windows to see which kids have gotten 
new clothes. So then he knows that they were good kids and they got all of their work done. Um, but if the kid was lazy and they did not earn their new clothes, oftentimes in the olden days, it was, uh, socks. Then the Yule lad would come into your house and first he would eat the children's dinner. Nice. So I guess they like got sent to bed without dinner because they didn't do their chores. So he would first eat their dinner as an appetizer and then he would go eat the children as his main course. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So if you don't get new clothes on Christmas, then you're going to get eaten by a big cat. (laughs) (laughs) He's so big, you're like a mouse to him. Yeah. That thing is huge. That is the Yule cat and he's also owned by Gryla. I knew that you were going to pick the Yule cat. Of course. You had to. Of course. That every single time Melanie, I've I've seen Melanie three times in the past week. week. Every single time I see her, she's wearing a different cat sweater. They're Christmas, Christmas sweater. sweaters. Yeah. I have one with my own cat's faces on it. I have one that I got from Amazon that just has like printed out cats and it says Merry Catmas and it's very simple. Mm-hmm. But then... Because I teach third grade, so I had to get a good sweater. I was at Walmart the other day, and I saw this, like, horrendous <laughs> cat Christmas sweatshirt, and I had to buy it. But then, of course, I came over here and I was ready again. <laughs> Did you uh, ever watch Hannah Montana? Of course. Do you remember the Christmas sweater she got with, like, the, was it a cat or a dog? Like It was it? a cat. <laughs> and when you squeezed the, um the paw then it like sang something yes. that's what you need to get your kids would be excited to see i that. would absolutely get that oh my gosh and then doesn't she like dump spaghetti on it yeah so she doesn't have to wear it anymore yeah, yeah dads don't know how to pick out presents apparently <laughs> <laughs> okay my last one is hans trap um he is the christmas scarecrow oh i haven't heard of this so he's known as saint nick's like evil counterpart, which so are so all is of everyone. These. So he lit um like he is supposedly he lives um in the nineteen in the nineteen in the fourteen hundreds. Um he was a rich and powerful um and merciless man. He had um he was very greedy and he ended up turning deals with the devil to enhance his power and status. So, uh, when the Pope caught wind of this, he was excommunicated and he also, the Pope confiscated his wealth and his land. Oh no. So he was like ostracized and he had to go make a house in the mountains in Germany. In the mountains, he developed a taste for human flesh. (laughs) So he would wear straw as a disguise and wait on lonely, lonely roads for victims. (laughs) So the what he usually would do is he would stab a child, sl- slice them into pieces, oh my God. cook them, and then eat their flesh. So this folklore um, actually originated by like a real person. Like a they person did, actually did this? No. Oh, okay. So Hans von Trolthe was a knight who lived from 1450 to 1503. He commanded two castles of the French and German territory, and he got in an argument with the church over one of the pro- the property of one of the territories. So the knight 
was a jerk and stopped the supply of water near their town. Oh, my God. With a dam. So then in retaliation, um, they destroyed the dam and it ended up flooding the villagers' homes and businesses. And this dispute, like, just continued um, until the knight was summoned by the Pope and was excommunicated. Jeez. There's no accounts of him, like, eating children or whatever. But but he was, like, evil. He was a person who was super greedy and was basically kicked out of whatever. Kicked out of the church? Kicked out of the Creepy. church, yes. Oh, my so. gosh. Yeah. Um, you know who's a Christmas cryptid that we should talk about? Who? Frosty the Snowman. I have issues with Frosty the Snowman. Why? Because you've seen the original movie, right? Yeah. So, you know, he's like... He's playing with all these children, which, like, first, why is a random adult man playing with these children? Don't like that. Mm-hmm. And then when he um starts to melt, then he, like, kidnaps the girl and they go to the North Pole. And then she almost dies. That's true. She and Karen. And they, yeah. So, like, the kids are like, hey, get on this train and go to the North Pole. And they don't know why, but Karen gets on with them and they first have to go into like the cold box car mm-hmm. um, and she's freezing there. And then um, they get off because that like magician or whatever is going right. to like try to find him. Um, and so then they get off and they're like running through the snow and then Karen almost freezes to death and she goes unconscious and then that's when Frosty gets, like, the, um, all the, little, like, North Pole animals, they build a fire for Karen. So that Karen doesn't die. And then Karen has to be rescued by Santa Claus. And so Santa comes and is like, what is going on here? Like, why is this little girl dying? And Santa has to fly her home. Oh, my goodness. I didn't really, I guess, realize that. I know. It's creepy. What is that's that? That's Hans Trapp. Oh, the Christmas scarecrow. He kind of reminds me of um, what were we talking about yesterday? The movie that you haven't Jeepers Creepers. Oh yeah, I have not seen that. Yeah, so I just thought that he was creepy. Oh my god, have you heard of the uh, Doctor Seuss conspiracy theory about the Grinch too? No. Okay, so I guess that Doctor Seuss said that all of his creatures live in the same timeline. So, you know, um, green eggs and ham. Mm-hmm. And so there it's green meat and green eggs. Yeah. And it's not like canonically dyed. It's green eggs and green ham. Yeah. What creature in the Dr. Seuss world is green? They ate the Grinch? Yes, so it's a theory that the Who's, because so then Sam I Am is a Who, um, because he looks like a Who also. Yeah. So Sam I Am is a Who, and the Who's love green eggs and ham. And so have you noticed that the Grinch is the only Grinch? Right. So they ate all the other Grinches to almost extinction, and every year they have this big feast on Christmas. And what did they probably eat on Christmas? They probably ate other Grinches 
Oh my goodness. So the Grinch has to sit there and listen to them like sing and stuff while they, but there's no other Grinches left. Why did they eat? Yeah, so they the ate Grinches. they ate all the Grinches. So that's why the Grinch hates Christmas. Is it because, because it reminds him of the almost extinction of his kind? Wow. Yeah, so no wonder he hates Christmas and tries to stop it. I honestly don't blame him for hating people around Christmas because people honestly are so greedy around Christmas. Yes. Like people you don't know, obviously, but mm-hmm. like just people, I don't know. I know, jerks. like all the stuff with like Black Friday and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Not at all. Yeah, so uh, Frosty the Snowman is problematic, and <laughs> the Grinch is the real victim. And, yeah, and then he gets, like, Stockholm Syndrome at the end when he gives them their <laughs> Christmas presents back. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now I want to go watch the Grinch. What is your favorite Grinch? Is it the old one or the Jim Carrey version? oh my goodness they're all fantastic or the new one that came out in like 2018 <clears throat> okay the new one that came out in 2018 has some bangers though it does um but okay i love the jim carrey one because it's hilarious i love the jim carrey one but i love the original one just because it's like i love all christmas classics me too so i think nostalgia for the old one but then yeah i love the we always watch um all the old ones when we're making cookies. Mm-hmm. I'm looking up. I swear there's like also a conspiracy about Rudolph. You just want to ruin Christmas for me, don't you? Yes, I think it's so funny. So, I mean, first, Santa is prejudiced against Rudolph because he looks different. Mm-hmm. Hermie... You know, he wants to be a dentist. Yeah. So his dolls have, like, really realistic teeth because he, like, has these dolls that he can practice on, and they have realistic teeth. Creepy. Also, people say that all the elves look the same. <laughs> so they're all inbred. Oh, my God. And I mean, that's not perfect. And all the elves live in the North Pole, so they're all related, probably. I like it. Mm. creepy i mean it makes sense it does i just never put it together you know another one of my favorite christmas movies what the elf no not the elf the elf elf Elf. oh my god that's my absolute favorite christmas movie have you watched um the movies that made us on netflix no you have to watch it there's a forrest gump episode which is my favorite movie of all times so it talks about like the making of these movies you know i've never seen forrest gump right sorry are you serious i'm dead serious that's my favorite movie of all time i know because i was with you and logan when you took the picture and oh yeah when we recreated the picture in savannah of Mm -hmm. his bench that isn't there anymore Mm -hmm. oh my god okay you have to watch it but then there so the movies that made us they have some christmas episodes and oh my god they in elf they got sued and everything yeah well, it's hilarious. I know. I love it. You have to go watch it. It's so good. Okay. I will watch it. And then there's also um, an episode about the making of Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. Because there, yeah, there's I Christmas episodes and Halloween that. episodes. I think I've seen that one, but I didn't know, I didn't know the series was on Netflix, Oh, yeah. I've seen that episode. It's so good. Yeah, they have 
um, like Halloween and Friday the 13th and um, Nightmare Before Christmas too. Oh, okay. And I like the Nightmare for Christmas because a lot of people think that that is a Tim Burton movie. And he didn't do anything for it. All he did was write the poem. Really? Yes. I thought didn't... it was a Tim Burton movie too. Yeah. Well, it's called, so um, it's, it's called? called Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas because it was um, like a one of a kind movie. And Tim Burton, this is when um, he had just done, uh, what's the Headless Horseman movie Headless with Johnny Frenchman? Depp? Oh, I don't know. I've never seen it. Oh, my God. This can't drive me insane. But so it was right, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, so it was just okay. after Sleepy Hollow when Tim Burton was becoming a big name. Um, so they slapped his name on it to make it more popular. No, it was directed by a woman. Hmm. I know. But we all think that it's, yes, it was, uh, or it was produced by a woman. The screenplay was also by a woman. So the screenplay and the producer were women. And, yeah, it's called Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. That's another good Christmas movie. That is a very good Christmas movie. I love it. Yeah, those are Christmas cryptids. There's a bunch. There's another There's one that was, like, a garden gnome who like comes and tries yeah. to bite you and stuff. Um, and that's why we drink did like a whole thing because Christine's German. Yes. So she knows a lot. Yeah. Of and there's like black Peter. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, saw that one. Yeah. I don't remember what he does, but that's another one. There's just so many, but they all are um, like to just discourage kids from being sad. And Gryla actually at one point in like, the 1800s or something a long time ago i guess parents were getting like really intense with her so the government was like guys you cannot use gryla against your kids anymore like the actual government had to say that wow that's crazy i know so it's just all monsters that come and like beat or eat or kidnap or all of the above your children nice just because your children was your child was lazy and didn't feel like doing all the freaking farm chores before winter i don't blame them I would have said. Me neither. Gryla can come get me. Yeah. for The Yule, the Yule cat can come get me. Mm-hmm. Except for the Yule lads. The Yule lads don't actually hurt you. They just put rotting potatoes in there and, like, <laughs> steal all your stuff. Yeah, but have you smelled a rotting potato before? I don't think I have, actually. I one time put my potatoes in, like, my corner cabinet that mm-hmm. I never look in for uh, potatoes. Yes. And for the longest time, I was like, what is that smell in my kitchen? I cannot find it. And then I went to, like, grab um an appliance and i was oh like, no ew it's like the episode of bob's burgers where they lose the the egg in the vent have you never seen that <gasps> yes and then he has to go into the wall to get it and that's when he finds the raccoons, the raccoons. that that the uh that linda has named she, she has she like storylines behind them yeah she gives them put, pudding yeah but what does she say they're like pudding babies yes i understand some of us in this room have fed raccoons before <laughs> and named them. <laughs> it's not me. It's Jeremy. So I so I live with my mom, some cool. And my mom <laughs> has this like backyard garden that looks out onto a ravine because everywhere in the Quad Cities has a ravine. And there's this little baby raccoon and I named him Jeremy. And he just looks so hungry and so tiny. So I put cat food out for him. And then he would come back every night and he would eat the cat food. And it was really cute. And I loved looking at him. Except for one night, um, 
my cats are like freaking out looking out the window and they look like really mad because with Jeremy they're more like interested because he was like about their size or smaller Mm -hmm. he's smaller than boots um but they're like freaking out and I look out and there's this huge raccoon and then another one comes and I was like these are not Jeremy these are Jeremy's parents and so then then Jeremy comes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's half the size of these raccoons the other kinds are so huge and um they had already eaten all the food all the cat food that was in the bowl but it was they kind of dragged it over to my mom's flowers mm-hmm. like her actual garden part so then they were like digging through her garden trying to get cat food melanie and then yeah so then my mom said they couldn't feed them anymore <laughs> and then this was in the summer uh, and like early fall when it was warm. So my mom sleeps on technically like the third floor. She has a walkout basement, you know, mm-hmm. um, and she has a balcony and she came upstairs to her room to see Jeremy on her balcony looking at her. And all there was was a screen door. And she was like, I swear to God, if this or one of these raccoons gets into my room, because like they can open mm-hmm. things like it can slide open her screen door easily. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, and then we found we found little raccoon paw prints in the garage. They're so there's cute, a, I know there's white uh, cabinets in our garage, so we found like little handprints in there, and we had no idea how long they'd been there, like because mm-hmm. she hasn't lived there for super long, so like yeah. we might just never notice. Like they could be recent or they could be super old. Um, so those are in the cabinets. Uh, but then um because we would leave the garage door open a little bit so that like a fresh air could come in Mm -hmm. um and then one day I'm coming in and I go up to the door in the garage to go inside of the house and I see handprints all over the door and on the side of the door and we do not lock the door to the garage so it's just like an unlocked knob so they were trying to climb on the door and get inside of my mom's condo (laughs) Moral of the story is don't feed raccoons. Do not. (laughs) Or do. Support your local street cats. (laughs) I love it. All right. I should probably shower so I can not be stinky for Santa. Are you going to meet Santa? Are you going to sit with him? Oh, You're just going to hand off your baby? Yeah, probably. Okay, you can be stinky then. That's fine. You're a mom. Yeah, I know, but I don't. I want to look decent. (laughs) True. I will not. I will be wearing my green sweatshirt that says Merry Catmas. I'm fine with it. And my jeans that have your son's dinner on them because he wiped off his face. On my shins last night. (laughs) Sorry. All right, guys. Merry Christmas. Who do you want to come visit your house? Merry Chrysler. (laughs) Merry Christmas. (laughs) Happy Honda days. (laughs) Oh. All right, guys, you can send us suggestions and recommendations mm-hmm. um, and questions and everything on Facebook at Aesthetically Displeasing, Instagram at Aesthetically Displeasing Pod, and our email is Aesthetically Displeasing Pod at gmail.com. And rate us and review us anywhere that you listen to us. Yes, please. All right. Talk to you next time. Bye, guys. Thank <laughs> you.